0: Welcome to the tech of business show. I'm your host, Jamie Slutsky. And on this show, we are exposing the technology that runs growing and thriving businesses today from smart and innovative to nuts and bolts. There is no tech stone unturned. Now it's time to talk tech and let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the tech of business podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Slutsky. And this is the second episode in the Member Vault mini-series. For five episodes, we're discussing Member Vault in a lot of detail. So whether you're looking at implementing something new in your business or not, I hope you enjoy the series and use it as inspiration when you are ready to add something new to your tech stack. I have an accelerated release schedule for those of you who are listening to the series as it goes live. Instead of releasing a single episode each week and the series coming out over five weeks, today's episode is releasing on a Monday with our third episode coming out on our normal Wednesday. This will have us wrapping up the series in just three weeks instead of five. The conversations in this series are exactly what I was hoping for. They give a super well-rounded view of the software tool and showcase its flexibility. So let's keep going with this series. Today's episode is with Jacqueline Malone. Jacqueline is the host of the GoToGal podcast, and as she will share in this episode, she helps experts build profitable personal brands. She works with her clients on marketing mindset and strategy. In this conversation, Jacqueline goes into how she's using MemberVault in her business and how it's allowed her to offer the right services to the most likely purchasers. Teaser, it's all about relationships. If you haven't listened to my episode with MemberVault co-founder Mike Kelly yet, scroll back just one episode in your podcast app to find it. Before we jump into the conversation with Jacqueline, I want to remind you that you can get started with Member Vault for free. Just go to techofbusiness.com forward slash MV and you'll be able to get started with your free account today. And to see all the goodies that I have loaded up into the Tech of Business Vault, the link for that is techofbusiness.com forward slash vault. These links are also in the show notes, so don't worry about trying to remember them. You can click them super easily wherever you read your show notes. Now, let's get into talking about Member Vault and hear how Jacqueline is leveraging this tool in her business. Jacqueline, thank you so, so much for coming on to the Tech of Business podcast and being part of this mini-series all about MemberVault. Welcome. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, this is going to be such a fun, fun conversation because I have seen you and what you've been up to for a while now, and I noticed that you were using MemberVault. And when I Mm -hmm. decided to put this series together, I said, you know what, I'd love to see how Jacqueline is using Member Vault and how it's working in her business. So, before we get into Member Vault, let's share with the audience what your business is and what you do and who you work with.
1: Sure. So I help experts build profitable personal brands, and I'm also the host of the GoToGal podcast. So I like to say I help you become the go-to gal in your space from the inside out. So we're working on both marketing to get known, the mindset to actually put yourself out there and be known, and then strategy to actually have offers that go along with that personal brand so you are profitable. Hmm. Yeah.
0: I, you know what? I would be a great client for you. And <laughs> podcast is one of my, my vehicles for getting out there and getting to be known. So it's kind of going to be really, I think very helpful for me as well as for the audience to hear what you have to say. And so. What do you have to say? Why did you end up jumping into the member vault, uh, camp and what are you using member vault for? Sure. So I
1: have been on Member Vault since about March of 2018, but admittedly I was not fully utilizing it in the ways that you can use Member Vault until probably the summer of 2018. I started to find my groove a little bit. Um, But what I love about Member Vault is that it's not just a course platform. I am really big on relationship marketing and even though I talk about marketing and I have an online business, I work for my living room. So much of what I do has a personal touch component to it. And I use a bunch of different systems. So I still use click funnels for my actual landing pages. Okay. I'm one of those people where I really like that I don't get to the end of creating a page and then we're about to go live and I'm like, oh, I forgot to do a thank you page. Right. <laughs> I like that they kind of have all of that built, all those steps <laughs> built in because I've been there so many times where I'm like, oh yeah, like everything we do has to have a thank you page. Yes, um, but I like how it just simplifies that process for me. Um, we're able to to clone things and and just not have to start from scratch all the time and and I really like how I can see the, the metrics very easily of like how is this converting in different time frames and all of that, so I love ClickFunnels for that and I tried hosting content on ClickFunnels of like okay like someone's buying a mini course or if I'm gonna do this membership we'll host the content there. And it was just always clunky and confusing for the end user. So while I love using ClickFunnels for that front end piece, it just wasn't the best method of delivery uh, I, I found for my courses and content. Um, and then I've tried, I tried thinking. I don't know if I'm allowed to name drop, but I'm totally name dropping. You can
0: totally name drop. And, uh, you know, when you, when you, when you name drop, I mean, again, like people who listen to this podcast, everybody knows I am very tool agnostic. I have my favorites, uh, but I think that there are so many valuable tools out there that we're not going to say you have to fit into this box or we're not going to talk to you. I'm not going to ever, ever say anything like that. And I love the fact that there are so many functional tools out there that yeah. And if something's working for you, don't drop it just because Jacqueline and I are talking about something else. Just add this information that we're sharing to your repository of, okay, if something starts not working, maybe I'll consider that's really where a lot of the content that i produce on the show and i think where we're going to take this conversation is going. so go back to name dropping all about it totally. I'm all, all right. About it.
1: <laughs> and honestly i name drop just so people can relate to what i've tried and what didn't work and what led me to member vault but yes. i have nothing bad to say about any of these platforms yes. right. Yes. so with thinkific i felt like it did exactly what it was supposed to do but nothing more, right? Like I, Mm -hmm. so I I was kind of neutral. I never felt like I was like drinking the Kool-Aid or, and it just felt like this added extra expense. It was like a pretty significant monthly investment that I didn't feel like the value I was getting from it was all that much better than what I could just be doing on ClickFunnels, even though I wasn't thrilled with that delivery. So when I, when I came across MemberVault, what I first liked was that I could brand it because I like having things look pretty and all cohesive. And so I like that I can make it look like my own. I thought it had a really great user experience and I didn't really even geek out on the back end benefits of it. At first it was more just like, you know what? This seems like a better solution where I can put all of my freebies here so people can see could easily go back and get all those downloads that they have and they're not to just search through their inbox and I don't have, to have all these random Dropbox links. It's just links that just seemed a little bit more functional and cohesive. Mm-hmm. And you also see what offers I had. So at first it was just very simple, like, okay, we're going to put the freebies in here and we'll put like, like at first it was like one course, like it wasn't even a big thing. Mm-hmm. I was not using it for the backend parts, but even that part, I loved it. Like for me, even with that, I felt like I was getting my money's worth out of it. <laughs>
0: That's awesome.
1: Yes, absolutely. So sometimes I think there's so much we can do with member vault. I'm a little bit of a member vault evangelist now. So I'm not, I'm not a paid spokesperson, although I joke that maybe one day I will be. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I've just fallen in love with the platform so much that like, I go back to that and I'm like, I really felt like I was getting the value out of it then without even using it to its fullest capabilities. I still don't think I'm using it to its fullest capabilities because the capabilities are so robust and creative. So I just kind of like a little bit at a time. It can be overwhelming with any new platform. Like it can do so much. That doesn't mean we have to have it do all of those things.
0: Yes. So when you started with Member Vault, you started by putting your freebies in, and then you had one paid offer, which was a course. Yeah, that was it. Okay. And and then and you felt that the the uh, the effort required to put to put the stuff in there and to use it and to integrate it and do all of that stuff made it worth it for you. That that's awesome.
1: That's <laughs> I was honestly, awesome. I, like, I was paying this, it's this it was the same for Thinkific, right? So it was like, okay, like that's basically it's just a different course platform that is like a little bit prettier and easier to use and also has my freebies. Like that's yeah. how I was looking at it at the time, because really. That's very comparable yes. with pricing structure.
0: Yes, yes. And I mean, uh, the, the pricing tr- structures that are out there for course platforms are not that different from one another. They most have a free tier. Most have an essentials or a low-priced tier that allows you to do a little bit more or have a little bit more content or have a little bit more mem- you know uh, subscribers or whatever quotient they use to take you from free to paid. And then. Some of them go up and up and up, and others go up once. And it it just depends. I know that Member Vault, as of the recording right now, they have their always free offer. They've got their about $50 a month offer, and then they've got one higher tier, if I remember correctly. And I'll definitely have all of those links in the show notes because we're going to link to Member Vault all over this mini series. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll also be linking to Jacqueline's stuff because why not? Everybody wants to see it in action, which is really why I wanted to bring on some evangelists and into this series, somebody who really loves the product and is using it. So you said a couple of times that you liked it for being able to put your content out and you didn't even care about the back end experience. Now that you've spent more time in there, what are all the goodies that you're playing with in the back side of the system that makes it so it's even more beneficial for your business? Absolutely. So
1: now I really look at it as a living, breathing representation of my email list, right? So I'm able to really now see, okay, these people that are on my email list, because that's how they get in member vault is they're added to my list in some way, shape or form. I can see what are they interested in? What are they doing? What I'm asking them questions and getting answers and, and doing a whole bunch of different things on the engagement side. So I love that there's just more data in terms of how that's viewed, but also in terms of relationship marketing, I feel like I've been able to make the right offers to the right people Mm -hmm. and not just be blindly promoting things and feeling like I'm just shouting and nobody's listening. So we've been able to really customize our offers and, and just feel good about what we're doing and and align things. And it actually allows me to have more offers going at the same time because I'm not, making all of the offers to my whole list, right? I'm only doing it to the people that might be interested or that are relevant for those things. And that's been a big game changer too, in terms of the ability to promote multiple things in a month where normally I would worry about exhausting my list. Now it's like, okay, we're only promoting those things to the people
0: that might be interested. Okay, let's dig into that a little bit more, and let's use some some real terms, okay, uh, of w- whether they're courses or whatever. But I just really want to under have people who are listening, you know, the audience understand what that means and uh, we talked about this in the session with mike so if everybody wants to just go back to last week's session with mike we talked about being able to identify who has clicked around inside your member vault and where they've stopped you know going and you know all of those pieces so when you're saying that you are able to promote different offers are you um I guess the best way to ask this is if you've got two or three different offers out there and you send them down email marketing campaigns based on their activity inside Member Vault? Yes,
1: and okay. sometimes I actually make personal outreach as well, depending on the level of the offer. So my favorite thing to do is to, is to run something live and then have personal invites off the back of it. So a great example of that is this past summer, I ran a live course called best month ever. Okay. Which I will be running again soon cause it was so successful and it was kind of a bold name, right? Like you're going to have your best month ever. And it was only a two week live course. Okay. Cool. And I, so I sold the course just, you know, just to my email list. It wasn't like a big, huge launch, nothing overly flashy. Um, but we sold the course to my email list. We ran that course live for two weeks and, and hosted the course inside of Member vault, right? And this was right when I was like starting to like get into the, the MemberVault groove and, and, and all of those things. So we were able to see who was the most active in the course and people that weren't as active in the course, we were able to nudge them a little bit through it to make sure they were getting the most out of it because this was like a really high energy two weeks. 50% of the people that took the course in two weeks posted in the group that they had their best month ever.
0: Oh my goodness. I mean, that is success. And we're going- <laughs> like that was in, like it's like in two weeks, like that's amazing. That, right? is, that is absolutely amazing. And what you just said is that you were able to nudge people along. And I know Mike used this example last week. We were talking about fitness, um, about a, a workout program, because of course, as you can see, because you're on video with me, I've got a bunch of weights behind me in my office he's like, let's talk about this. And we talked about the fact that when you're sending out a challenge or a two-week course, whether it's paid or free, you don't know if someone is actually taking action on it, or if they're going to get their wallet out again, or for the first time, if it's a free product that you're offering as you know a, your magnet. You know, if it's a challenge like Mike was talking about last week. So here we are. We've got a $99 course, and you're able to help people see the value because you're nudging them along because you have this data, you're able to reach out to them and say, Hey, you've done it. You've, you've, you, you, may do it either way. Hey, you can, you were the first one to complete this module or, Hey, I noticed that you haven't logged into this module today. Do you have any questions? that Absolutely.
1: kind of, yeah, it that sounds like ways. what you were doing. Yes. And, and full disclaimer, I did have a Facebook group too, that went in conjunction with it. And I think really helped have like the energy of everything, but I loved having that backend data while we were running the program now. So here's the cool part. Okay. I hosted that course in MemberVault, which meant that they could see my other offerings when they were logging in to get their course content. So they could see that they could work with me one-on-one. They could Mm -hmm. see that I had a six month group coaching program about to launch and they could see that I had a membership program about to launch. Okay. So, I would, so some of them checked out all of them, right? But mm-hmm. they could also, and some of them checked out none of them. <laughs> some of them just clicked on one, right? But they could see that those offers existed. And if they were curious, they could click and get more information. So yes. that was one, a key piece to this. The other key piece is at the end of the course, I asked them what their next goal was. What were they working on next? Because that was really important information for me in terms of if I wanted to continue supporting them, what, did, what were they going to be working on? Right? Cause mm-hmm. that would allow me to make a more relevant offer to them. So what we were able to do is after the course ended is look and see okay who answered that question so we know what their actual focus is and then what offers did they click on now listen this is not all automated right but that's what makes this so special. Nobody is doing this. Everything is, is automated and impersonal. And in the online world, it's so easy to use technology to its fullest extent and take the human experience out of it. But when you're really helping people and that's in your business is about helping people in some way, shape or form, when you're able to take technology and layer that with personalization and Mm -hmm like actually caring and having people feel that you actually care. That's when you're able to really like your conversions just go through the roof. So that's how we were able to do this is leverage the technology to say, okay, we're going to do some things that are above and beyond here that most people aren't doing. It's not all automated, but make personal offers. And so based on that information, I was able to, and I will say I, I promoted the membership to everyone that was in best month ever. But based on the information that I saw, I made personal outreach to people who I thought would be a better fit for the group Mm -hmm. coaching program or one-on-one based on their response and where their interests laid in terms of like checking out the offers.
0: Yes. Yes. That makes so much sense. So what you're saying is that there's a lot of data available to you inside Member vault, which is how you were able to figure out the right people to make that personal outreach to, instead of simply, okay, you completed the course. Now you're going to go through this series of emails, and then you're going to click on this, and then you're going to go through this series of emails. Yes, you promoted the course or, um, Yes, you promoted the membership site to everybody because you knew that that was the next most logical step for 75, 80% of the people who were there. But there were some people that you knew based on their activity in the course and how excited they were to complete the exercises and to answer your questions and to be engaging with you. And then you were able to layer that with the Facebook group, if they were the most commenting person in the Facebook group and always providing feedback, you knew that they were someone who was more likely to do something more than just the membership site. They may be interested in one-on-one or in a small group or things like that. So you were just, Member Vault gave you a preview of what your business could look like um, based on the actions that people were already taking.
1: Absolutely. If I if- if the course was to end and I was to say, okay guys, you could join this membership or you could join this group coaching program or we could work together one-on-one. Most people would just be like, I don't really know what I should do. And they probably wouldn't pick anything, right? Like that's just how human psychology works. They, people want to be guided and be told what is the next step. And there is a very clear distinction between my membership and my group coaching of like what your focus is. And that's mm-hmm. where asking them, because if they wanted to, continue to grow their one-on-one services they were a better fit for the membership but if they really wanted to be switching to a one-to-many model they mm-hmm. were a better fit for the group coaching program and if they just wanted more of me <laughs> they just wanted more tailored support and that was where like them clicking on the one-on-one offer was really my best indication of who would be interested in that right right yeah because really people at both of the other levels would be a good fit for that. It's really just like who felt like they needed a little extra support. Right? Right. So from that information, I was able to make relevant offers and not overwhelm them with so many different options.
0: Yes. Okay. So now this was all taking place in the summer now, right? Is that correct? September. Yes. By the time this all happened, it was September. Yeah. Okay. So now that we are at the beginning of 2019 and you have these, you know, your, your group coaching, I don't know if that, what the duration is that of that is, but your membership site, it's up, it's running, it's doing its thing. Your one-on-one clients, you may take them on once a month, once a quarter, whatever that might look like. When someone new comes into your member vault now, What are they seeing and how are they interacting with it without the, you know, the low priced uh, $99 course that you took them through in the summer? And then again, I know you're going to run it again, but right now when you're not running something like that, what do people see inside Member Vault and how are they interacting with the content? Totally. So we have a free goodies section, which all of
1: my, I have separate landing pages for opt-ins. Um, and that all leads them to get into member vault and access that freebie along with being able to see other freebies there. We've also started a section of that where I'm able to put freebies that I mention on the podcast that maybe I don't want to have to create a landing page for every single freebie, <laughs> but yeah. I can just say, go to Jacqueline Malone.com forward slash goodies. It's going to bring them to my, my member vault page and they can just log in and see all of them from there i don't even need to have a custom landing page for every freebie which is so freeing for me because sometimes i'll think of something on the fly i'll be having a conversation and be like, oh i have a guide that you guys would find really helpful and now i don't have to create a landing page and a thank you page and hook it up with my email service provider and, and write a welcome email i don't have to do all of those things if it's just Like I just wanna give them a sheet. Like I can literally just dump the document in there And that allows me to feel way more generous with my content (laughs) and way more creative about things when I know I don't have to take all of those steps for every single thing I want to make available, or if a guest is on and wants to make something available, that type of thing.
0: So we've been
1: utilizing the freebies a little bit more liberally like that. And then in terms of the offers that I have in there, so that best month ever course that I run live, I also made it evergreen. So someone can buy it anytime and then the next time I run it live I'll invite them to join it live so okay. so they get the best of both worlds there and that is nice for that binge and buy component because if they are in there and they're looking at one of my freebies I'm like oh how do I get a client this week and they're going through those steps and they're like okay now I want my best month ever they can just click buy mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and get into that and the thing is how I think we make the most of this is that everyone who buys that will get a personal outreach from me at some point, even though it is an evergreen non-live course. And at some point we'll also be invited to join the membership with a special offer. So that's where we're able to, you know, no one's seeing that on the front end, right? right. But that's like in our back end funnel, which is very like, that's not, hundred percent automated, we're able to make relevant offers to them from there. So they'll also, so they'll see that they could just buy that course Right. (laughs) Um, right away. They'll also see the membership and, usually we don't have the membership where they can just buy it. Um, but we do make personal invitations for people to join the membership and that's something I go back and forth about is do I want to leave it always open? Do I like having the opportunity to just make special offers to people with a limited time attached to it and not always have to do big launches. So we've been playing around with the best way to do that with a membership. Mm -hmm. But, um, but I, we're still going back and forth, but right now we usually leave it closed and make personal invites for people
0: to join the membership. Mm-hmm. So what and does that look like? I, I'm, 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 I'm no. sitting here saying, what does that look like to somebody who's inside your member vault? They see that there's a membership and then what, like what happens? I mean, if you haven't sent them a personal invite, do they see the membership there? What do they, what's the action? So they
1: can see the membership. They can see the sales page for the membership and put themselves on a wait list and they can see A preview of all of the content from the membership, so they can get an idea of what is in there as well. Okay. My membership is also non-traditional. It's an annual membership, and it includes both like coaching, community, as well as my full Go To Gal course. So it's something that it's not just like, oh, I'm going to try this out for you know a a low monthly thing, and it's not transient. It is much more um, of a of a very committed community Mm -hmm. um and later in 2019 we're actually rolling out an in-person component as well where people will have um, masterminds locally that they'll be able to be a part of too so it's it's a little bit different than the traditional membership which is why i don't have it set for someone to just always buy
0: well that makes sense and this way you know you also still get to see okay did someone click Did they click? Yes, they clicked and they put their email address in. And then you can also look and you can see, oh, well, they absorbed five of my freebies, not just one of my freebies. And oh, look, they clicked over to the best month ever course, too. They definitely are somebody I want to have that personal connection with so that I can help them find the next right piece of offering, you know, a course or wor- workshop or membership or whatever it might be or one-on-one work with you. So even though they can't actually buy something, they still get to see a good chunk of what they are, what's out there and what you've created so that they can have a much better idea of what you're doing and how it's working. And that's all right inside your member vault.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And then I also have where they can view my group coaching program as well as one-on-one and same thing with one-on-one it's an application. And actually it is an application as well for the group coaching program. So those are, I'm getting those applications. And then if it makes sense to have open enrollment, if I have the space, then they can get their invitation from there as well.
0: Nice. Nice. That is such a great explanation of how you are using Member Vault to run a lot of the engagement side and relationship building side of your business, which as we've talked about, Member Vault is about your relationships with your customers. And it's not just about giving them your content because people are much more likely to continue to work with you if you've given them both good information and a nice hand for them to hold as they're getting through it. And I think that's one of the things that I see with you, Jacqueline, is that you are always outreaching and you always have that hand and you're making it a really, uh, a comfortable place for people to be, and I think that that's why Member Vault was a good fit for you. When you think of Member Vault with your one on one clients or your coaches and your you, or, you know in your coaching situations and you're suggesting member Vault to people are, could you probably say two or three things that you think are the reasons why you're suggesting it to them not just because you love it for your own business but just if someone was in the exploration stage why you would suggest member Vault?
1: Sure, so the people I work with usually don't have a one-to-many offer yet, right? So they're either a service provider who's doing coaching, consulting, or done-for-you services, and so it's all one-on-one, or they're an author or speaker or have an offline business and now they want to start offering something online. So that's usually the two groups that I serve and both of them at some point usually want to have a one-to-many offer, but yes. they don't come to me with this whole like suite of offers usually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So with that, what I love about MemberVault is that they can tr- like literally just try out all of the features for free. So they can hop on in there. They could start putting their freebies there. If it's, if they're not techie and they don't have a team yet, they could do just what I'm doing with the freebies and just literally put freebies in there and not even have to worry about landing pages yet if they don't want to. Mm -hmm. So it's a good step into, okay, let me leverage these things and try it out. And up, I think it's up till 50 people is you can use all of the features and it's totally free. That's correct. So that is such a way for them to first like, okay, let's just check this out and see what it's all about. And with offering one-on-one services, just like I do, right, they're able to put their one-on-one services in there, or if it's a book coming out, they're able to put bonuses for the book. I mean, there's so many different creative things we can do to really set it up and get creative without having to have an email list yet or even put like some people won't even put their whole email and email list. And yet just to be able to, to try it out and really see with like a small small segment or something like that. So that's kind of the first thing, which probably isn't the best, but honestly, I think it's such a big hurdle for some people to be like, you know what, I can try this out and it's, and it's going to be free for me to try this out. And I know I can grow into it. I yes. think that's like best of both worlds there. Mm-hmm. So that's the first thing. Yes. The second thing is the relationship marketing piece of it that they can have and start getting this data and see what are people interested in? What freebies are the most popular? How who is clicking on their one-on-one so they can, you know, make a personal outreach in that way. So that data you just can't get that anywhere else and is so powerful. So I love that it's easy for them to get started, even if they don't have like landing page software or a tech team or anything like that. And then two, they can really start using that data to make sales. Mm It's huge.
0: Yes. I I love that. I I think that that is a great way for us to kind of wrap up this conversation. Um, And Jacqueline, I think that there is so much value. Again, you've already dropped your membership vault link once. Let's drop it again. Let's uh, anywhere else that people can connect with you. And just like everyone who listens to the podcast knows, even though this is a mini series, we're still going to come back with my curveball question for you. So go ahead and drop your links right now, and then we'll uh, we'll last, um, wrap up with one final question.
1: Sure. So if you go to Jacqueline Malone.com forward slash goodies, it's going to take you to my member vault teaser page. You can check it all out. And then if you want access to those goodies, you just put in your, your name and email right in that section.
0: Cool. Cool. And any other social media links or any other links that you'd like to share?
1: Sure. So if you go to go to galpodcast.com, that will take you to my podcast page and you can check out the podcast and everything we have there. And on Instagram, I am Jacqueline underscore Malone. And then the go to gal Instagram is go.2.gal.
0: <laughs> awesome. We'll have those links in the show notes. And let's wrap up with the final little bit of a curveball question. And what the idea is with this question is for you to just think outside the box. Okay. And I'm kind of doing this kind of for Mike kind of for Aaron, because I know that they're going to be listening to this series and I would love for you to share what the, um, if you could have them create one new aspect, I know they're changing things all the time and improving Member Vault all the time. But if there was one thing that you could customize to be more on brand, more functionality for people to really connect with you inside Member Vault, or do you have something that you you know you could uh, share with that? I would love for there to be a way to
1: have a little bit more communication. So especially with the, with the questions, right. I'm asking people questions and I can go and look and view those questions, right? Like I can go to the questions section and I can look at all the questions and answers, or I could go look at someone's user um, account and see how they've answered questions. Yes. but I would love to be able to answer them through there or some way where I could respond where they would get a pop-up on their member vault or they'd get an email, something that was inside the platform. Cause I do feel a little bit disconnected with the questions sometimes I'm like, okay, so I have this now, what am I going to do with it? <laughs> like, is this really just for my data? I'd love to be able to export those. <laughs> I don't think we could do that yet. Uh-huh. Um, I think the questions is such a powerful tool. I'd love to be able to do a little bit more with it.
0: I love that. And, you know, I mean, I've got a techie brain and I've just like, it just went firing on all cylinders. And so I'm excited to see where this is all going to be going. And Jacqueline, I want to thank you again so much for coming and hanging out with me on the Tech of Business podcast. And I know everyone's going to be excited to chat with you and learn more about you and talk to you as well in the Tech of Business community. So thank you so, so much. Oh, thank you for having me. If you haven't yet, go ahead and hit subscribe now on the Tech of Business podcast inside your podcast app, and that way you'll get the rest of the podcast episodes for this series on Member Vault delivered automatically to your favorite device. And are you loving this series? I would be so honored if you would take a couple moments and click on the share button again inside your podcast app and share it with a friend colleague, associate, or someone you met at a networking event that you think would get a lot out of Jacqueline's story and this conversation. It would mean the world to me. And finally, again, I want to make sure I share those Member Vault links with you. The Member Vault sign up link is techofbusiness.com forward slash MV and the Tech of Business goodies are over at techofbusiness.com forward slash vault